Hi, this is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about offshore outsourcing, and I'm talking with Philip Alexander, Information Security Officer with a major financial institution and who has got major experience with offshore outsourcing. Phil, thanks so much for joining me today. Well, Tom, thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about your experience with offshore outsourcing, what you've done. I've been involved in offshore outsourcing uh, for about eight years now. Uh, I helped design uh, and architect some secure offshore outsourcing to help protect the, uh, the rest of the interior of the network uh, and, and basically quarantine the outsourcer. I've also done a contract, not so much contract reviews, but ensure that certain security-specific language that I thought was prudent was in the contract, such as um, indirect outsourcing or make sure that the outsourcer was not sending data to yet another vendor that we, that the company had no knowledge of and no business relationship with. I also traveled overseas and done some audits myself hands-on. So uh, like I said, through one uh, position or another, I've been involved for about eight years now. So it's a controversial topic when you bring it up, and people always want to know, and I'm going to ask, are you for offshoring or against it? I'm going to say I'm for making an informed decision. What I'm against is uh, uh, people overcommitting and thinking that the totality of whether or not to offshore or not is that an engineer, say, in a country such as India, Pakistan, or Russia is less expensive than their domestic counterpart here in the United States, so we're going to save X amount of dollars. It's not necessarily true. Uh, there are startup costs in establishing overseas outsourcing, there are recurring costs, there are security implications. But if done properly, it can, you know, companies can see substantial dollar savings. So again, I'm not, you know, anti uh, or against offshoring. I just, you know, my goal is to make sure companies make it an informed decision. Phil, in your experience, what have been the benefits that you've enjoyed from offshoring? I think one of the benefits I've seen is that, uh, it does uh, reduce some costs, and uh, so some projects that you know might not have been funded in a given year were in fact funded. And uh, you know, and a lot of people say we're going to you know just lay off a bunch of engineers or a bunch of people. Sometimes I've seen actually free them up for other projects, so they use offshore talent to augment, not to replace. Now, on the other side of that, what have been some of the challenges you've encountered? Well, some of the challenges, uh, you know, I tell people, you know, consider trying to schedule a conference call with people, you know, spread throughout the United States, some in California, some in New York, there's a three-hour time difference, and the challenges that that can entail. Now think of doing it with someone in, say, in California and then someone in India. We're now talking, depending on what part of the country, a 12-hour or more uh, uh, difference in time. So I think one of the biggest challenges I've seen is, What's, and you need effective vendor management. You have time differences. You have cultural differences. You know, while English is spoken, it, you know, it's not, you know, I tell people sometimes, you know, in England they speak the Queen's English. We speak Americanized English here. Well, in different countries that we outsource to, even though they speak English, there are subtle differences, and those differences can sometimes lead to miscommunication. And that's another one of the challenges I've seen. Now, Phil, you've just... Um created a webinar presentation on this topic. What are some of the big takeaways from this presentation that, that people can, can register for and, uh, and download? 
Well, I would say a few. One I already alluded to was uh, vendor management, so because there are a lot of complexities that go into when establishing overseas outsourcing, so that's important. Um, there are a lot of data privacy regulations. Uh, the various states have them. So a way to you know, realize a, re a reduction in cost, because that's why people go offshore, is to look for those you know, types of engagements that have a lower risk exposure. And um, like I said, uh, just take that in consideration. So when you make that pitch to very senior management, because a lot of times this type of engagement goes to a CFO or a CEO type level, that you're not overcommitting. So it could be a good, honest answer. And um, I think the last thing I would put in there is, you know, put some price protections in your contract, especially if it's going to be three to five years. Wages in a lot of the, the um, offshore countries are rising much quicker than the domestic counterparts here in the States. So have some multi-year pricing guarantees because you want to make sure that you maintain your profit margin over the three to five year time frame. Oh, good point. So I'm going to get a plug in here for your webinar because it's something that you've just recorded. It's going to be live very soon, uh, scheduled on bankinfosecurity.com, cuinfosecurity.com, and it's called Offshore Outsourcing. Do you know where your data is and how it's managed? And as Phil says, this really goes into the, the topic of not just who are you outsourcing to, but, but who might your vendors' vendors be? Am, am I right when I say that? It's absolutely correct, and uh, one of the points that I think is worth making, Tom, is if you don't want your vendor to, again, outsource to someone else, put, say it in the contract. Make sure it's above board right then and there in black and white. Very good. So people can register for this webinar now on bankinfosecurity.com or cuinfosecurity.com. Yeah, it debuts this month, March, and you can find additional showings in the webinar calendar. Phil, I want to ask you one last question. I mean, I'm sure this is something you hear all the time from folks at banking institutions. Outsourcing is a huge topic. Lots of people are, are, are diving into offshoring now that might not have done it before. If you could give someone one piece of advice as they're starting to get into offshoring, what would that be? I guess to someone else, it would be do your homework. There's, there are a lot of things involved. There's security, there are regulations, there are cultural differences. And so make it an informed decision. Uh, there's going to be a lot of startup costs in, in, in starting an overseas engagement, outsourcing engagement. Make sure you get your return on your investment. Well said. Phil, I appreciate your time today. Tom, it's been my pleasure, sir. We've been talking with Philip Alexander. The topic is offshore outsourcing. And to learn more about this, to hear more from Phil, Register for his webinar, Offshore Outsourcing, Do You Know Where Your Data Is and How It's Managed? For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.